My family and I are currently on vacation at Walt Disney World. We go here quite often, so we have most of the rides memorized. And if something were different, we would know. Which is exactly what happened when we visited Magic Kingdom's classic ride known as the Haunted Mansion. For those who don't know, before you enter the ride itself, there is a little pre-show. You step into a room where the ceiling rises, giving the effect that the room is stretching. Once it's done, the voiceover says something along the lines of, Of course, there's always my way. Followed by an evil laugh. Then the lights all go out. A woman screams, and a lightning effect flashes, revealing a man hanging from the ceiling. Yes, this is an actual thing on a Disney ride. No joke. Don't believe me? Go on the ride or Google a POV video to see for yourself. Anyways, my family and I, since we are Disney World fanatics, often quote lines on the rides as they are happening. Yeah, we're nerds. I know. So, when we visited Haunted Mansion yesterday, my sister and I were both saying aloud the dialogue while in the stretching room. Then the whole blackout thing happened, revealing the hanging man. But this time, it was different. It wasn't a man. It was a woman. My sister and I both immediately noticed and talked about it while we were on the rest of the ride. We both googled if there were any renovations, but couldn't find any answers. We looked on YouTube, and all of the tours showed the same sequence. A man. Hanging. After we got off the ride, we asked the cast members. None of them knew what we were talking about. All of them responded with something along the lines of, No clue. Are you sure that's what you saw? Except for one employee. Harold. Harold told us he too saw the woman while standing in the room with guests during the sequence. See, his job was to lead guests out of the stretching room and guide them to the ride. Harold said he has worked there for over 15 years, and that he too only remembers it being a man. Today was the first day he saw the woman. Later at night, my sister and I decided to revisit the Haunted Mansion. Earlier, the wait had been over an hour, but luckily it died down to 25 minutes, so we hopped on. We went through the whole sequence once again, there's always my way, yada yada, cue thunder, yada, cue scream, yada, reveal hanging corpse. And once again, it was a woman. But this time, my sister and I studied it closer for the short duration it appeared. We noticed a few things. One was that she had long brown hair and was wearing an Epcot t-shirt and jeans. And two... There was a stench in the room. An awful odor. The random guests with us thought it was on purpose, but we knew it wasn't. The thing is about the Haunted Mansion is that it is relatively old-fashioned. Cast members' attire is from a different era, and all the ghosts are wearing fancier clothing. So the Epcot t-shirt and jeans made no sense. It seemed very out of place. The odor, though, was the big red flag. It was what put the thought you were probably thinking while reading into my and my sister's minds. Was that a real corpse hanging from the ceiling? The thought of it is as frightening to me as it is to you, probably. It's almost hard to comprehend for me. Seeing a body on a spooky ride is normal, but realizing it's real 
is a whole different feeling. Today we have fast passes for Haunted Mansion again, and we are going to head over to Epcot later to investigate further. I'll update you when I find anything new. Uh, hey! So yesterday I did as I promised. I went back to the ride and then went to Epcot. But the thought of the corpse scared my sister away from revisiting the mansion, and rightfully so. For some reason, though, I still went. Being in Disney gave me a safe feeling. I used my fast pass, meaning I got to skip the standby line. Once again, I went through the sequence. Always my way. Blackout, scream, hanging corpse. This time, the woman wasn't there. It was back to being the same man it had always been. So after the ride, I looked around for Harold. Eventually, I found him just outside the exit. I told him about how the woman was missing, but he had no clue what I was talking about. No matter what I said, he kind of just gave me a confused glare. But you see, Harold clearly wasn't a good actor. I could tell his confusion wasn't real. I later went to Epcot with a plan in mind. I had no clue if it would even get me anywhere, but it did. Once I got to the park, I went over to the Security and Guest Relations building. I told them that I think I lost my friend. Immediately, as Disney should be, they were on it. I told them it had been over two days and that she hadn't responded to any calls or texts. I said the last time I saw her, she was wearing a red Epcot t-shirt. Upon saying this, a listening security worker walked closer. I went on saying that she was white with long brown hair. The security worker again moved closer and turned to me. Where in the park was the last time you saw her? He asked. I told him I couldn't remember. While talking to them, I thought, why did I go to Epcot and not just Magic Kingdom's guest relations? I guess the t-shirt just gave me the instinct to go there. But this was Disney World. People were wearing Animal Kingdom shirts while in Hollywood Studios. I realized my dumb decision. And was about to fake that I got a text from her and head over to the Magic Kingdom. But right before I was going to say something, the security guy spoke. He asked, Did you say her jeans were ripped? Or just regular jeans? I responded, regular. But then I realized I had never mentioned the jeans. Creeped out, I told him I was getting a phone call and would be right back. Instead, I went back to the resort we were staying at. I sat in my bed on my laptop for a while, trying to find anything about the woman. I came across something called the DSP, or Disneyland Suicide Pact. Look it up if you haven't heard of it. It's whack. The thing is, though, it's called the Disneyland Suicide Pact, not Disney World Suicide Pact. After researching for hours, I found myself deep into a forum about deaths on Disney property. Sure enough, I found something dubbed DWSP, Disney World Suicide Pact. Reading through all the detailed accounts for suicides and even homicides made me sick. Disney is known to be the happiest place on Earth, which I always believed to be true. It wasn't possible for people to die here, was it? Logically, of course, someone could die here, but the thought of it was still very strange. 
Today I decided to go back to the Magic Kingdom and try to get Harold to spill. Once again, he was working near the exit of the Haunted Mansion. I lectured him about what I found out about the DWSP and how his act wasn't going to fool me. After no response for a good minute, he finally spoke up. Firstly, he shot his eyes behind me, trying to get me to look somewhere. I turned around and saw he was looking at a security camera. I turned back and nodded. He then spoke to me in a very odd way, but I could tell he was trying to tell me a message. He said, Well, I'm sorry to hear that, sir. I will let you know if we find your lost jacket. Meanwhile, here is a no-strings-attached Pinocchio Pass, which allows you and your family to skip any ride in the park. But you can only use it once. May I recommend It's a Small World? It's a classic. I'm from Morocco, and it's rare to see my country represented at theme parks, so that's why I love that ride. Harold was clearly not from Morocco. In fact, his name tag said he was from Louisiana. I once again nodded my head and went to It's a Small World. Any Disney veteran knows not to waste one of these rare, no-strings-attached tickets on It's a Small World, but I knew he was trying to show me something. I went on the ride and patiently waited for the part where you're in Morocco. For those of you who haven't been on the ride, it's basically a bunch of dolls singing the same tune over and over again while you ride through different countries around the world. It's considered a classic, but clearly intended for kids. Once I finally got to the Morocco section, I noticed something though. There was something behind one of the buildings. It was hard to make out, but it cast a shadow against the wall behind it. I could see the outline of someone hunched over with their hand hanging over their knee. I almost threw up as I connected the dots in my mind. I was in the same room as a corpse, again. To clear my mind, I checked YouTube videos of the ride POV, but no shadow. All the videos showed nothing even near the area where I was looking. I felt sick again, realizing the confirmation. After the ride, I went back to find Harold, but couldn't. Now I was completely lost, with no more clues to follow. I wanted to report what I saw, but I figured Disney would just cover it up again just like the woman in the Haunted Mansion. I was onto something interesting, and I didn't want to ignore it. Any normal person would get the fuck out of here, but I feel I would be mad at myself if I never found out more. I needed closure. For a while, I was trying to find out more on my phone while sitting down in the street cafe in Tomorrowland. I posted onto the DSP and DWSP forum my finding at It's a Small World. Many other people on the forum were currently in the parks, too. I got replies of pictures of the same thing I saw, and people saying they saw it, too. But then, after an hour or two, a video came through that showed the same location with nothing there. In the video, he zoomed into the area where the shadow was, but, but it was just a blank wall. Then he panned the camera to his watch, showing the time and day to prove... This was right now. This made me realize Disney was seeing these posts. And what's more, acting upon them. After browsing for a little while now, a new post came in with someone saying to check out the Carousel of Progress. 
so that's where I'm headed to next. I'll update again either later today or tomorrow. Yesterday, I went ahead and visited the Carousel of Progress. If you haven't had the opportunity to see this classic attraction, it's essentially a show performed by animatronics. The room slowly rotates after a scene, leading you into the next room where the next scene will take place. The show is about following a family from the earlier 20th century to the near present. Each scene is a new decade and shows the progress of technology and culture, hence the name Carousel of Progress. And all those who have been on it remember the classic song the characters sing as you transition into the next scene. It's a great big beautiful tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. It's a great big beautiful tomorrow, just a dream away. There's more to the song, but those are usually the lines people remember most. Anyways, there is usually no wait for this ride, so I easily got in as soon as I got there. During the whole show, my eyes were peeled. I tried to look for anything out of the ordinary, but no luck. Until, that is, I got to the final scene. In that scene, the family is now in the near present on Christmas. The grandma and grandson are playing virtual reality together, and the dad is trying to cook a turkey in a voice-controlled oven. Anytime the grandson says the score in the game, the dad repeats it, causing the oven to increase in temperature, eventually burning the turkey. It's a cute family scene demonstrating how crazy technology has gotten, but you guys don't care about that. You want to know what I saw. And to be honest, I didn't notice it during the whole scene till the part where the turkey burned. I noticed that out the window in their house, that, that there was something dangling outside. I could only see a small part of it because it was just above the window. Eventually the scene ended, and the room began to turn once more to the place the audience exits the ride. As we slowly rotated around the stage, I got to see another angle of the object in the window. I saw a heel. One by one, my thoughts connected, realizing that it was a pair of shoes dangling above the window. But from the way they were moving, I knew they weren't empty. They were slightly swaying as if attached to something larger and heavier. A person. I had to confirm it, though, so I planned to sneak back onto the ride to take a picture to confirm the truth of the DSP online. Part of me realized how immoral it was. I was aware of the Logan Paul situation, but, but the other part of me wanted to expose this secret cult. I was torn. After a few hours of thinking, I decided to do the right thing and not upload some picture of someone's corpse that, that I didn't even know. I need to come up with another way to expose the DSP. Although I didn't plan on taking a picture, I did plan on sneaking back onto the ride to confirm if there was a body. But then a picture came through my feed on the forum. It was a picture of the body from the ride I was just on. The picture was taken from within the ride. Someone must have snuck onto the ride, went backstage, and took the picture. I searched around me. Someone had to be nearby, but, but it was crowded. Plus, everyone blends in at Disney. Then I decided to once again look for Harold. 
I made my way back over to the haunted mansion, and lo and behold, there was Harold by the exit again. I started asking him questions like, how did you know about the body? Even though I knew he wouldn't answer them out loud. It looks like you have a fast pass at 3.30 for Pirates of the Caribbean, he said in a very cheerful Disney employee tone. This time I couldn't really tell what his hint was. Was he telling me to go on another ride? My legs were already tired enough, and what did 3.30 have to do with anything? Seemed random. Regardless, I nodded my head and traveled all the way over to Adventureland. I did the same routine again. I went on the ride and was as alert as possible, shooting my eyes everywhere trying to find things out of place. This time, I found nothing. Everything seemed the same. I would go on the ride again, but I wasn't willing to wait for another 45-minute queue. As I exited the ride, my phone buzzed. It was a notification from the forum. A message, reading, I didn't mean go to the ride. Captain Jack, 330. It was Harold. Obviously. I clicked on the username, and he had been commenting on each of the posts I had been looking at. Most of the comments were something like, Nice find, or great location choice. Clearly, I misread his hint completely. He was trying to tell me that he was a member of the DSP, explaining how he knew about the body on It's a Small World. I was shocked. The thought didn't really come to mind that maybe Disney employees were members of this suicide pact. It sort of made sense, I guess. They would be able to kill themselves in these bizarre locations they rightfully have access to. They could do it while the hours were closed, but, but it made me question how many of these DSP members worked here. Was it just a few who got the job because of their obsession to this cult? Was this a popular club to be part of? The Disney cast member crew? Or maybe even Disney made the pact themselves? I have no clue yet. But I'm going to keep digging. If there is a dark side to Disney, I'm gonna find out about it. Telling the police won't do me any good. I'm sure they won't be able to find much, or Disney might pay them off, for all I know. I don't trust anything, or anyone right now. Then the question came to mind. Why did Harold want me to know that he is a part of the DSP? Then I got a notification. Someone you recently followed, Captain Jack 330, made a new post. It was a picture. It was him holding a gun to his head. Caption read, My death day is tomorrow. You all know the ride and the time. Wish me luck. What kind of sick fuckery was this? These people were casually talking about committing suicide at a family amusement park like it was a regular status update. I found my way into a dark, twisted secret world right under our noses, and I'm too far in to get out park was closing, so I had to leave. I didn't know if 3.30 meant AM or PM, but AM made more sense since the park would be closed. I decided to message him anyway. Harold, you can't do this. It's fucking insane. You are insane. This is practically a cult. Think about it. You're killing yourself. 
What about your family, your future? I said. I'm already in this. There's no backing out for me. Come by tomorrow to enjoy the show. He responded. I decided ranting more over text won't do any good. Him telling me to enjoy the show tomorrow meant that it was going to happen at p.m., not a.m. Meaning I still had time. So that's where I'm headed to next. Tomorrow I'll get up early, head to Magic Kingdom, and hopefully put a stop to all this. Starting off by saving Harold. Wish me luck. Yesterday, I set my alarm for 10 a.m., but woke up at 7, just because I was so anxious to get to the park. When I got there, I felt alone. There were thousands of people, yet still I felt alone in the sense that no one else knew about this dark secret right under their noses. They were all enjoying their vacations, minding their own business. For me, however, this was no longer a vacation. First, I went to Haunted Mansion to look for Harold, but as I expected, he wasn't there. So I went to Pirates of the Caribbean. I couldn't find him there either. I didn't want to wait until right before 3.30 for him to show up, because it might be too late to stop him at that point. Instead, I decided to ask as many cast members as I could if they knew where he was. It took a lot of asking, but eventually a guy named William told me he usually works with Harold on Haunted Mansion, but today Harold was working at Peter Pan. I made my way over to the Peter Pan ride and finally found Harold. He was at the exit. Must be his thing, I guess. Speaking to guests that were getting off the ride. Immediately he noticed me and looked right at me. He looked happy to see me. It was an odd expression, like he was hoping for me to show up. I began ranting quietly so others wouldn't hear. Although my voice was quiet, my words were loud. Harold, what the fuck are you thinking? This whole DSP thing is a cult. You can't just end your life just for the hell of it. Don't you see how crazy this all is? We don't do it for the hell of it. There's a reason behind each of the deaths or most of them, at least. He responded. Well, what's your reason? Same as yours. At this point, I had no clue what he was referring to. I continued to ask him questions after he said that, but he just ignored me and went back to greeting guests. After a while, I gave up. For the rest of the time till 3.30, I just sat at the quick service place across from the pirate's ride. I spent most of the time just staring at people. And I know it sounds weird, but I was just intrigued with the idea of how none of them probably knew about the DSP. They were all just enjoying themselves, creating happy memories with their families, and, and having the time of their lives. I looked at the cast members, too. I wondered how many of them knew. I wanted to expose this cult, but didn't know the right way. A way Disney couldn't cover up. A way where I didn't have to film a stranger's corpse. But... But I couldn't. Eventually, 3.20 rolled around, and still no sight of Harold, so... 
I decided to go on the ride to see if he was inside. Luckily, there was barely a wait time. I got onto the ride itself around 3.29. I loved this ride so much, and I wasn't ready to have it ruined for me. Our boat went into the intro part where the iconic Dead Men Tell No Tales line was being said by a ghostly pirate voice. After riding through the cannon battle, and the market, and the auction, etc., we got to the prison scene. This part is known for its famous scene of the inmates trying to get a key from a dog by whistling at it. People in my boat were taking pictures. Well, I just kept checking my watch. I noticed my watch said 3.32, but I still hadn't seen anything. Then I looked up. It seemed everyone else thought it was part of the attraction, but... But I knew it wasn't. In the cell was Harold. He was sitting down against the wall, a gun in one hand, and blood on the other. Blood was splattered all up the wall. All the little kids around me had no clue they were staring at a real corpse that had died just moments ago. If a gunshot went off, I didn't hear it. I figure I was in the loud cannon scene when it happened and the sound must have blended in. But then I thought, what about the boat that was in front of that scene when it happened? Surely they must have seen it happen. There are many boats that go through the ride at a time, so there was no way no one saw it. Once I got off the ride, I saw a commotion going on with some guests and cast members. They were all saying, that is extremely inappropriate for a children's ride and yelling at the cast members. After listening in for a little while, I figured out exactly what they were talking about. The group of guests there were the ones who saw it happen. They saw Harold shout something about the DSP, then put a bullet in his own head. It seemed there was only two groups of people on the boat. No kids saw it, thank God. The cast members were all claiming it was part of the ride being tested today, and that they would bring the guests complaint to the higher-ups conversation went on for an hour and a half, and eventually, the cast members convinced them that it wasn't real. I'm sure not all of them were convinced, but enough were for the conversation to die down. Since it was pretty dark in the jail cell, I guess they didn't get to see it happen fully, or else they would have for sure known it was real. The problem is, for those who are still unconvinced, will probably not succeed if they speak publicly about it. I'm sure Disney has had to cover this sort of thing for a long time. The DSP isn't particularly new. People have probably seen bodies, and either were convinced that they were fake or hushed by Disney. Now I know what Harold was talking about. I know what I have to do. Harold's attempt to expose the DSP failed. Most of these suicides happened after hours, but Harold wanted to put on a show. He wanted it to be a public event. He wanted it to make the media, to finally expose the DSP. I went on my phone and checked the comments on Harold's recent posts. It was all people hating on him. All the other posts of people announcing their death day had comments of encouragement, but his were all hate. People telling him that his family would pay for what he was going to do. People were threatening him. They were aware of Harold's plan to expose them. If Harold didn't end his own life today, it seems that these people were willing to end it for him. While I was checking the forum, I realized I received a message. It was from Harold. 
He sent it at 3.25, minutes before his death. It read, They see and hear everything. You made a mistake talking to me about DSP in public. The cameras, microphones, everything. They heard it all. And they will come for you. It won't be a lawyer from Disney. No, it'll be someone from DSP. And they'll kill you. I know what I have to do now. It's time to expose the DSP once and for all. Mine will be public, much more than Harold's. It'll be right in Tomorrowland for all to see. At 4 p.m. tomorrow, I'll let the world know the truth of this cult that is ruining lives. It's my last mission. Tomorrow will be my death day. <laughs>